doesn't make a difference whether you got 30 years experience or you've got uh, no experience at all. That's that's the process that has to take place. It's kind of interesting, uh, you know, that that just about every tree that we do is different. You know, a lot of people say, oh, this species or that species, you know, it starts to act or affect differently. It's not the species of the tree as much as it is the specific tree. In other words, a, a pine tree um, and an oak tree do have different fibers. They have different growing characteristics. But more or less, when it comes to chainsawing, the, the plan is pretty much the same. And, uh, you know, you, you still have to think about that oak tree and that pine tree. If you move them a few hundred feet or something, might be the same species, but completely different. And that being because of rocks, uh, hazard situations, those kinds of things, as it's emerging up through its uh, its life cycle. And so every single tree is different. Every training participant is different. You know, I, I say this for um, more or less supervisors, that it's so important that we think about that every tree is different but so is every participant different passing along knowledge to techniques to those people that are working with you and around you it's important that we take and and think through the process people learn at different rates people learn in different ways some by by uh, watching some by reading but we all learn pretty much by doing it and that's the important part of um, of having a understanding that that every tree is different and every training participant is different we try to match the tree to the program but it's pretty hard to match the operator nor can you you match the cutter to the tree so it goes back to the basics you have to think through that uh, uh, it doesn't really make any difference your experience there. It's it's thinking through the plan for that particular tree to maintain safety and control. What is a, a tree that's easy for a new chainsaw operator? It's taking the information, looking for those hazards or situations that might cause uh, uh, problems, but then you it, it doesn't make any difference what your experience level is. Once you have that plan clear and you decide to do the task, uh, you know, then you have to follow your plan. If you're not sure, uh, you know, what's going to take place, then more or less you, you shouldn't do it. But I found that with the planning process, it's, it's pretty easy to make sure that you're going to, um, uh, you know, complete your plan and uh, get the results that you're looking for. So what is a tree that's easy for a new chainsaw operator? Is it a small one? Uh, is it a large one? Is it a dead one or a healthy one? Doesn't make a difference whether you've got 30 years experience or you've got uh, no experience at all. That's, that's the process that has to take place. You really don't have to, if there's a plan devised and followed, you, you don't really have to think about um, experience. First thing is you, you, you find a spot to place the limb or the tree, either behind that location, you know, behind the tree looking at that location, or you're in that opening that you have located to place the tree. Looking uh, is a spot wide enough and long enough 
and without any hazards and or obstacles that would cause an issue. So when you, when you look at that, in other words, a hazard uh, might be something that uh, is a, a dead tree or snag close by the work site. Uh, you may have overhead uh, you know, hangers in another tree from previous storm damage or uh, felling operations. You may have uh, vines or different issues like that that would that would be a, a problem. You know, when it when it comes to uh, uh, you know getting in that work area, and then also obstacles would be the part of is it wide enough and long enough? Is this tree too tall to go in that spot? Is it going to hit another tree or another obstacle, a building, a fence, a roadway? Is it uh, something that? Uh, uh, you know, it's intertwined canopies, or as it starts to fall, it's going to be restricted into a hang-up. So those are all things we look at first. And uh, it does take a little bit of experience there, but more or less, if you're if you're looking through those basic things, you you observe whether they're there or not, and you and you you make a decision. You have to be able to calculate the leans to the center of that. So lean is is looking at the canopy, the middle of the canopy and how it affect going into that particular width and length. If you've got a, a, a canopy that uh, is you know, heavier limbs on one side than the other, how does that even out? So you, you take the farthest limbs to the right, farthest limbs to the left, find the middle of it, plumb out it down, and, and that gives you the center of the canopy balance point in relationship to the base of the tree so that we can adjust our aim of that particular tree with our face notch and hinge to be able to uh, place it in the proper middle of that location. So that's, that's our process there with leans. And then uh, usually that lean, uh, it, it locates a good side and bad side. And so we're looking, that for our, our, looking to that for our, our escape. Usually finishing on the good side of the tree, sometimes the bad side, but looking at that good side to be able to move away from it 15 to 20 feet. And we try to go at a 45-degree angle away from that direction of fall. Then the, the fourth thing, hinge size, and that's really your friend. That's the part that stays attached, the stump to the stem to maintain the control to that given point that you plan to place the tree. We use 10% of the diameter uh, at DBH, we call it, diameter breast height, in the thickness or width of the hinge. So if I had a 20-inch tree, that would be a 2-inch width hinge. And then we look at 80% of the diameter, pretty much in the direction that we're dropping the tree as far as the length of the hinge. The length supports the side weight. The thickness of the hinge stays attached during the falling process. And so that length of it being uh, at least 80% of the 100% across section gives us the ability to support the side weight. Whatever, if we had a 20-inch tree, it'd be approximately 16 inches long at the back of the notch, the front line of the hinge. And then we select a back cut to be able to establish our hinge, uh, place our equipment, whether it be a wedge or rope or machine, and uh, then we, we take and, uh, and release it. And more or less, the, the tree then goes to our uh, proposed plan direction. So even a novice with a plan is capable of doing the task or knowing when to walk away. It's, it's pretty much that, that simple. And so I work every week training people with different experience levels. I can't, I can't place the, you know, a given tree to that particular person's uh, experience. We have to back up and, and formulate our plan 
given uh, you know the ability to uh, to put that tree where we needed to go safely, and hopefully uh, they're able to follow that plan. If they can't, then we have to discuss more, we have to practice more, we have to think through the process. So just a few thoughts to think about there. Does it make a difference whether you got 30 years experience or you've got uh, no experience at all? That's that's the process.